Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Ecom 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Vern Glenn of CBS affiliate KPIX-TV in San Francisco, and Russell Jackman. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question, and uh, today's sports trivia question is, from the gridiron to the broadcast booth. Okay. And I think that you guys will, uh, I don't know, you know, it's funny, this isn't quite as easy as you might think it is, but... For you sports fans out there, I'm sure right. it's a lot easier. All right, and uh, the topics we're going to talk about today, uh, we'll we'll touch on uh, that the the golf uh, uh, foursome that played. That holy smokes, how many fans were watching on TV? Boy, average five point six million were watching I mean, that baby. That kind of tells you how uh, little there is to watch on TV. No offense to uh, the the players, but um, I mean, come on, you know, watching. These guys playing golf, it's not like a championship thing. It's just sort yeah, of – Yeah, but, but, it, but it, if you play golf on a regular basis and, and you've you got two of the biggest names in the game and then arguably you got two Hall of Fame quarterback-level players, you know, matched with them, yeah, it, it's it's going to be compelling television. It, it, it definitely – okay. That, well, they're definitely watching uh, Brady hit that one shot. That was uh, That was a pro shot. Wow, yeah. I mean, who saw that coming? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I guess they were playing in the rain, too, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're playing in the rain. It had been beautiful weather down in Florida, near where Tiger lives. I mean, that that, that was his course. And um, and then on the day it happened, boom, that the, 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 the Florida weather, Florida the, the, weather. The, 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 the rain clouds opened, and then boom. So he had the competitive advantage with the home court. Yeah, he, you know, he said several times in the broadcast, hey, I – I know this course. So, yeah. well, that used to happen with me in bowling. If, if it was my home uh, bowling lanes, I definitely had the advantage. All right. So, this sports, uh, this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 7.5%, secured by real estate. It doesn't get any more conservative than that. Check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back. Attention Bay Area homeowners, Pacific Private Money has a loan program that can help you buy your next home right now. 
No need to wait to sell your existing home first. Our unique bridge loan lets you tap the equity in your current home to provide up to 100% financing on the home you wish to buy. We're friendly, fast, and ready to help you right now. Call us today for more information, 415-883-2150, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender, licensed Cal DRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk, and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. The TVS Television Network. For decades, your home for great sports TV is back. You can watch six TVS sports channels now streaming on WatchYour.TV. It's free and it's on the Internet as well as on Roku, Android, and iPhone and iPad apps. Watch TVS Sports Network, TVS Classic Sports Network, TVS Turbo Sports Network, TVS Women's Sports Network, TVS Tavern Sports Network, and TVS Boxing Network. That's TVS Television Network. Six free channels at WatchYour.TV. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bert Glenn and Russell Jackman. All right, so uh, first things first, let's let's cover uh, the Lance Armstrong uh, part one mm-hmm. uh, part segment. Um, you know, now this was the for the for the viewers out there that just uh, boom tuned in and had no idea what we're talking about. ESPN now is going to come out with an array of these thirty for thirty inside sports documentaries coming off the heels of the Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls 10-part documentary. So the first one of these 30 for 30 docs is called simply Lance for Lance Armstrong, the seven-time Tour de France falling hero for Cider. Well, no, he's seven-time cheater is what he really is. But you you know what I thought was interesting was that, you know, they did pretty much, uh, you know, say they alluded to that, you know, pretty much everybody used it used, you know, whatever kind of uh, uh, steroids, drugs, whatever. 
But I, what I thought was interesting was is, is uh, one of his former teammates had basically said, if you take the best to the last on a hundred hour race, basically the Tour de France being roughly a hundred hours, there was only a two hour difference between the best and the worst. Mm -hmm. And these drugs gave you a t about a 10% advantage. So yeah. in theory, if you were, I mean, you're almost like a hundred percent for sure going to win if you're like the only guy taking it, you know, because there's only a 2% difference between the best and the worst. So, you know, you really kind of think, I wonder, I wonder how many people didn't do the drugs. Well, that's, that was the thing. It just, it just so happened that the, the biggest name in the game was, was kind of at the forefront, the poster child. Yeah. For it. And, and, and I, I like the, the, the whole backstory to it. I mean, I, th I think they did a pretty good job of explaining who he, you know, who he is yeah. and, and where he came, came from nothing, Plano, Texas, son of a teenage single yeah. mom yeah. who was, who, who was, I, I guess, had it inside of here, the, the, the will to win at something. He just had to figure out what it was. It was yeah. I didn't know that he was, that, that he, he had tried all these sports. He had no yeah. hand and eye coordination. He had yeah. nothing at all. And it took swimming at age yeah. 12 which was a late time to really start your career. Especially if you're competing against seven-year-olds. Competing yeah. against seven-year-olds, but then, but, but then, boom, quickly he took to it. Swimming then led to triathlons, and the triathlons went to, no, nah, I'm just pretty good on this bike. You and know, it's interesting because but those sports, right? I mean, all the other sports were team sports, but swimming and uh, the cycling, the triathlons, you know, it's all single uh, sports. And his mom apparently, you know, single mother, young, she was only like 16 or 17. Um, was 17 when she had him. Her name is Linda. Yep. Linda. Uh, you know, no father in the picture. It let him kind of do anything he wanted. I mean, it is kind of surprising that he didn't land in jail, you know, yeah. you know, kind of, uh, he's sort of a, I mean, definitely an ego uh, maniac to some degree. The thing, interesting thing is that if, if nobody had done any of these drugs, I mean, he was at the top of his game when he was like 15 years old. Yeah, and that's something he started get, – get, think about this. He starts swimming at age 12 yeah. with seven-year-old kids. Three years later, yeah. he's like this – faces in the crowd, boy, this, 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 this up-and-coming superstar in cycling. Yeah. And then, and then Chris Fowler then, who uh -huh. was just doing – Scholastic Sports America yeah. little, little documentaries on these on these 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 gifted you know young athletes does Lance Armstrong as this fifteen year old kid yeah. and, and then by the time he's twenty one then you know you you know the 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 the, the story just kind of shoots up the, and unravels and the thing is I you know I didn't know that he started doing the drugs all the way back to when he was twenty one years old. Yeah. One kind of assumed that maybe it was like, well, after he had the testicular cancer, maybe that's when, you know, he, he started to rehab and, and then said, hey, the only way I'm going to do it is to, to get into the drug now. But if he had probably just let it stay, if he had probably not competed, had the testicular cancer, beat it, and then just stopped competing after that, he probably would have gotten away with it. True. But, but how many, I was trying to remember now, going, going back to it, he came in second prior to the testicular cancer, had he won any Tour de France's before? I, I honestly don't remember. He didn't win the first one until 1999. And, and, that, he, and that was after he, he was contracted with testicular cancer in 1996. 
So, so, so that, that, that wiped out everything. And then, and then uh, the, all this, it, it's interesting, all the sponsors dropped him. Yeah. Because they did not believe that he could come back from such a, a, a debilitating thing like testicular cancer. He could not find a sponsor. He could, couldn't pay for one. And then I and like then, when Bristol Myers calls him, which is great. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, so he goes out and wins the world championship. And then Bristol Myers, they give him a call, go, yeah, uh, maybe we should reconsider this. And then and then he joins the Postal Service team. And then uh, and, and, and then 1999, which during the race, he tested positive for cortisone. Cortisone, yeah. But then everybody looked the other way. He ended up winning it. Yeah. And that's that's when the cloud of suspicion of what else is he doing started. Yeah, uh, yeah, come back to the He was like doing that. it at such a level at which he was beating his competition by so much that yeah. that was raising a lot of suspicion. It kind of reminds me of the Melky Cabrera story. Oh, oh yeah. A guy is mediocre most of his career, then all of a sudden has a huge breakout when he should be his career should, his stats should be going downwards with age. It suddenly bursts up into levels of which he'd never had in his career. That is what's going to get suspicion and get you extra tests. But then that whole back and forth with him saying, oh, no, I never cheated. I never cheated. I never cheated. He invents a website. Oh, except that I cheated. (laughs) And that's too much. Even America, with its ability to forgive, you know, and giving people a second chance. If you lie to somebody's face straight out, I mean, Rafael Palmaro. Yeah, I was thinking of him. from yelling at the senator. Yeah, versus Andy Pettit, who basically just came right out and just said, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, Mark McGuire, you know, um, you yeah. know, cried all over. And he didn't say that he actually did steroids, but he said he did something really bad, you know. And yeah. and America's like, oh, okay, all right, we love you. <laughs> you know, but if you deny it, deny it, deny it, and then you get nailed and you blow a test. America will never forgive you. Well, you know, interesting I thought- that you mentioned that because one of the upcoming documentaries will be on Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Sosa yeah, and how they saved baseball yeah. when they were just just hitting balls just out of the park, hitting the syringe pretty much every day. Yeah. <laughs> hitting the syringe even harder than they were hitting the ball. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. Where you know, I it feels so far that Lance is being very transparent. You know, I mean, it really does give that appearance. He, he's looking good from that end, but he's not trying to, like, dance around things. Um, and I thought it was interesting when he when they kind of first start off talking about how he's being sued for $100 million. And he negotiated down to $5 million. Five million. Yeah. And he basically says, listen, that's a, you know, do I have a 10% chance of losing this thing? Uh, yeah, and that'll be $10 million. So, I mean, he made the right move. The funny thing is, is he's, I don't know how many millions he's made, though, from the cheating. So, you know, it's funny. If you do that in the stock market, they make you give back all of the gains. You know, they, right. don't, they don't just kind of go, well, okay, you know. Sure, you made these gazillions somewhere else. Hey, guys, we're going to get to our first commercial trivia question here. Uh, we're talking the uh, gridiron to the broadcast booth. This gentleman played his college football at the University of Arkansas. He then played in the NFL for the Detroit Lions, Chicago Cardinals, and New York Giants. He was a place kicker for New York in their 1958 NFL championship game versus the Baltimore Colts. He was part of NBC's broadcast team for Super Bowl three, but is best known for his television work on CBS teaming with John Madden on Sunday afternoons. Besides football, he broadcast golf, 
basketball and tennis events. Who was he? And I think he just passed on uh, uh, within the last few years. So that's now, our trivia question. He's one, one of the first guys I met during my interview at KRON TV. Really? NBC affiliate here in San Francisco. Oh, okay. So, okay. This one was an easy one for you then. Okay. So that's our first trivia question. Stay with us. You are listening to, it's too long to read it again. So I'm going to say, stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back. Tired of the same old hat? CoverageGear.com is the top destination to find the hats and gear you need to represent your favorite pro teams and players. Head to CoverageGear.com with the promo code radio and grab a cap with the iconic jersey number of the all-time greats and current stars from the NBA, NFL, MLB, and more. These classic hats come in the font and style of the superstars team. So with the number 30 from Golden State, number 2 from the Yankees, number 23 from the Bulls, or a number 12 from the Packers, CoverageGear.com will help you honor the legends of yesterday and today. And with Father's Day coming up, timing couldn't be better to check out our collection of dad hats, trucker caps, beanies, stickers, and more. Use promo code RADIO and get 20% off. That's promo code RADIO at CoverageGear.com. CoverageGear.com. We've got you covered. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is Mark Honf, co-host of The Best of Investing. Can you believe how long we've been living in this era of low interest rates? It's been for most of this decade. And when we were all expecting rates to go up this year, now we're finding out that low rates will likely continue through 2020. If you're among the rapidly growing segment of people entering retirement age, I'm sure you're concerned over the challenge of growing your retirement savings. And you're not alone. Pacific Private Money has a solution for those seeking ways to significantly boost yields you earn on your retirement savings, and we do it with safety and security features not found in traditional investments like stocks and mutual funds. For more information on how you can supercharge your retirement savings with annual yields of 7% or more, that's right, 7% or more, contact us at 415-883-2150 or visit us at pacificprivatemoney.com. Equal housing lender, licensed CalDRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy.
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vern Glenn and Russell Jackman. Here's our long first trivia question. Each one of these actually is a little bit long. Um, this gentleman played his college football at the University of Arkansas. He then mm-hmm. played for the played in the NFL for the Detroit Lions, Chicago Cardinals, New York Giants, place kicker for the NF the nineteen fifty-eight NFL championship game, which didn't they have didn't they call that sometimes the greatest game ever played? That's correct. That's what they correct. Okay. Uh, and he also teamed up with John Madden on Sunday afternoons. Who who was this place kicker? That Arlen. would be Pat Summerall. Pat Summerall. So tell us a story. You said you uh, met him in your interview. This is this was uh, thirty some odd years ago. I came out to San Francisco, then working for a uh, CBS affiliate in Baltimore. But I came out for a job interview at Carolyn TV, who was interested in me possibly you know, joining their sports team. And so I, I show up for my, for my interview. And then during the interview, the, uh, the sportscaster, a guy by the name of Gary Radish says, uh, says, uh, Hey, you know, uh, I, I've got this press conference. I got to cover. Why don't you come along? So I go to this NFC championship press conference. Rams were playing the 49ers. The press conference was, was, was in the Embarcadero at the Hyatt. So I go down there. And, uh, and I walk into the press room, and there's Pat Summerall sitting in the back of the, uh, of the room as uh, John Robinson, then the coach of the Rams at the time, was giving his remarks and doing a Q&A on that. So that was, that was the first time I had met Pat Summerall, who was just the, the, the master of brevity. One of his most famous calls, Giants were playing the Cowboys, and uh, Phil Simms was the quarterback for the Giants, and here was the call. Phil Simms. Back to pass, looking, looking, sacked. Jim Jeffcoat. That was that. That, that was well, the call. Keep in mind those games with, with John Madden. So if you know how you would have to be brief. Yeah. Well, sometimes less is more. Like uh, that's what uh, Vin Scully used to allow. Uh, you know, allow you could, you could hear the fans. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that really kind of adds quite a bit. But know? also, where would you get a word in edgewise with with John Madden? I was watching <laughs> some some older games they were showing the 49ers against the uh, Dallas Cowboys in the 1994 NFC oh, Championship yeah. game, which, as we all know, really was the Super Bowl. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And then they just kind of slaughtered San Diego, didn't they? Yes, but yeah. you, you, but you, you really listen to like John Madden. You go, wow, he really was a major. You know, we've gotten so used to Madden not being around that you right. know when you watch an old broadcast with John Madden, you sort of realize what an amazing announcer yeah. he really was and what a lot. Well, of he, you know, he, he just he just said just enough, and then that goes with the golf covers that he worked on and and and, and multiple sports. He was just. Uh, he was just good at just bringing you in the information and just letting the pictures and the response kind of tell the story for you. Okay, That's- guys. I like that story. Very nice. Okay, I, I'm moving on here. This might be a little controversial, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Double standard, all right? Okay. I don't know if you read about this story, but an NFL player is suing United Airlines because a woman who apparently was uh, intoxicated or something along those lines sexually harassing him while he was in his seat. She was sitting next to him. And groping. I guess she was, she was getting a little handsy. Getting a Is little right? handsy, exactly. Yeah. She, was, she was groping him. So apparently uh, he had, uh, you know, mentioned to the uh, flight, flight attendant. attendant, yeah, 
and they didn't really do anything. So then she gets a little bit friendlier, uh, this, this woman, yeah. And he, he basically had four times he had to complain. I mean, finally, the last time she, she grabbed him where you ain't supposed to be grabbing guys. Where the sun don't shine. The sun right? don't shine, exactly. Right? And all that happened was uh, he was offered a $150 voucher, and she was not arrested. And uh, finally, they moved her after the fourth complaint to another seat. And uh, United Airlines refused to give her name, uh, and no charges are pressed. And I'm thinking, if this was flipped, and this was a guy oh. groping a woman, what oh. do you think would happen? His, li his, his life would have been over. Over. Why didn't he just pretend he had COVID-19? That's an easy way to get people to stop touching you. <laughs> Start sneezing. I don't know. If you're intoxicated like that, yeah, probably not. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're, if you're three sheets to the wind, uh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're not even listening to any kind of reasoning. You just, you're, you're, your mind's on one thing, and that's where the sun didn't shine on this, uh, this, this muscular ball player. Yeah, and apparently, I mean, he handled it you know, very professionally. professionally yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't smack her. He didn't, you know, he, I mean, he, he did what he was supposed to do. And, uh, you know, uh, the thing is like, he can't even sue her cause he doesn't know her name, mm -hmm. you know? So I thought that was really kind of, I guess uh, next time he's got to pay for the seats next to him. So that, you know, keep them open and, you know, flying first class. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the answer, right? You got to make them do that. <laughs> no, but you're right. I mean, <laughs> Russell, how many times have you been groped on an airplane? I was, I was, uh, I was, I was kissed during a live shot. I have I, not flown since 2007. I've flown <laughs> once since 2007. Really? Wow. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I have nowhere to go. Nobody cares. <laughs> okay. So Vern, uh, uh, who kissed you on a live shot? A, an, an inebriated female Giants fan. I was doing a live shot outside of, then AT and T Park. Now it's Oracle Park for for, for those that uh, don't know yeah. the home of the San Francisco Giants. I'm doing a live shot. What are you supposed to do? I'm I'm, I'm in the middle of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm doing my spiel. This woman came up. She uh she she said something Ill illegible, and then bam, kissed me right on the cheek, and then walked off. Okay, so you weren't even interviewing her as a fan. No, she just 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 out out of the camera. Boom, planet one, and then moved on. Victimless crime. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, there you go. Right? Yeah. It happens to a guy, it's a victimless crime. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on here. Um, so, uh, Noah Syndergaard, right? He, he's getting sued by his landlord. So, here's the situation as uh, uh, in, in Sports Illustrated here, okay? For those that don't know, Noah Syndergaard, Major League Baseball pitcher, lately of the Mets, uh, nickname of Thor because of the long blonde locks coming from him. Yeah, but he, did get a, he did get a haircut. Oh, did he? Uh-oh. Yeah, he That's did. Change. It's sort of like, is it Samson's going to take away his strength? Okay, know. so a New York State landlord is suing the pitcher for 250000 for breach of contract. All right. Uh, he skipped out on $27,000 in rent for his Tribeca penthouse after Major League Baseball was put on hiatus. All right. And, and following his recent Tommy John surgery. Okay, so he, he had Tommy John surgery, and so maybe that was, you know, good timing for all this kind of stuff, right? And so it says here, at Syndergaard writes, let me get this straight. 
I fairly and in good faith offered to pay two months rent over 50,000 to a landlord for a place I was never going to step foot in due to a global pandemic and took a severe toll on the resident, you know, the pandemic took a severe toll on New York. He gave timely notice to attempt to try and re-rent while getting uh, a TJ and now living in Florida for rehab. Oh, Tommy done surgery, okay. And the landlord tries to extort me for 250,000 while leaking the story to the media. Okay, pal, I'll see you in court. So I'm looking at this and going, okay, wait a minute. Okay, so, uh, okay, so it says, per the lawsuit, Syndicard's lawyers informed the landlord that the pitcher has no intention of taking possession of the premises and the landlord is hereby free to re-rent it as he sees fit. Okay, I mean, that kind of stuff happens all the time. But the landlord, it says here, he, he's treating the binding lease like it's an option. Uh, the lease ran from March 2nd to November 30th. So I'm looking at this and I'm going, listen, if you sign a contract, now generally, if I understand it correctly, I don't know how New York law works, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Jackman, because you have the law degree here. Um, aren't you still bound by the contract? But if the landlord can re-rent it, and he can re-rent it for, let's say the same price, well then there's no damages. But you can't force that upon the landlord. That yeah, they're, 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 well, a lot of contracts have an amelioration clause in there that says that um, if a person can't rent it out, then you have to take reasonable steps as the landlord to try to rent it out. Exactly. Time. You can't just sit on it and say, but there are, but not every contract has that. So I don't know what the details specifically of the contract are where he said, I'm going to pay for it for, you know, six months or eight months. And that's, well, well, the lease ran from March 2nd to November 30th. So right. he's so taking maybe, it off the market. It, it, so it's not a full year's lease. He may have signed, you know, to be able to reserve it for those months, he, you know, he may have uh, waived an amelioration clause and say, Oh no, yeah, but that's only, that only helps the landlord. I mean, I'm kind of looking at this and going, okay, Noah, you're, 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 in, you seem like a nice guy. Just, how come you're not paying the rent? I mean, you can't just yell COVID and all this and suddenly it's the landlord's problem. You know, I don't, yeah, I, I don't do think he will succeed on that unless he has some major escape clause. Exactly. There's got to be something there. Okay, guys, second, second trivia question here. Don't, don't tell my landlord because he'll probably think, you know, <laughs> 7,000. Uh, you know, I could, I could maybe. Are, are, you, on, are you on month to month? You will now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well then you yeah, so No, he's not going to, he's not going to want to kick you out. Okay. Uh, this former line, lineman played his college ball for Bo Schembechler at University of Michigan. He was drafted by the St. Louis uh, football Cardinals, because we're talking football here, uh, in 1971 and played, his, played as an offensive lineman in the Pro Bowl six times. Mm -hmm. He worked with Al Michaels and Frank Gifford as part of ABC Night's uh, Monday Night Football starting in 1987. Years later, he moved to CBS, who was enshrined in the Football Hall of Fame player as a player and then as a broadcaster now this guy on the air he would go back and forth with frank gifford on like if if frank Gifford went to usc so if usc was was was, was wait, 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 stay with us we're going to cut to a break
You probably heard about earning high returns investing in real estate through crowdfunding and other online platforms. But do you know where that real estate is located? At Pacific Private Money, we invest primarily in local Northern California real estate, and our clients earn yields of 7.5% secured by deeds of trust at conservative values. To find out more about one of the best-kept secrets in secured high-yield investing, go to PacificPrivateMoney.com or call 415-883-2150. Equal housing lender. License Cal DRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents, which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parents and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vern Glenn and Russell Jackman. Second trivia question was, this former lineman played his college ball for Bo Beckler at University of Michigan. He was drafted by the St. Louis football Cardinals in 1971 and played as an offensive lineman in the Pro Bowl six times. He worked with Al Michaels and Frank Gifford as part of ABC's Monday Night Football team starting in 1987. Years later, he moved to CBS, who was enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame first as a player and then as a broadcaster. That would be big, lovable, mustached Dan Deere. <laughs> and, and you re- left out the most important part. This is, he's most known for turn out the lights. The party's over. No, no, that that's Don Meredith. Oh, that's Don Meredith. Oh, yeah, yeah, Don. Yeah, Dandy Don. <laughs> yeah, that'd be Dandy Don Meredith. Yeah, he would sing that in the broadcast right. booth 
Turn out the lights, the party's over. Yep. My Dan's and Don's confused. Yeah, it's funny. Well, yeah, it's funny. Dan Deardorff in, in the broadcast booth working with um, uh, um, Gifford. Yeah, with uh, yeah, with Frank Gifford. Uh, the, the long rivalry between Michigan and USC. So every year, if 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 Michigan was down, then uh, then he would ask Dan Deardorff, "Hey, how's Michigan doing uh, on the air?" Just to, and he'd be like, "Oh, oh, you're just so cruel." Asking me something like that, and then it would work both ways if the Trojans were struggling as well, especially when they played against each other. So, yeah, but Darren Nero, good, 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 solid guy. Had insights, knew played the game obviously, and knew the game. So he could uh, and he could bring it in a in, in, in a layman's way so that you know Cletus and Katati could understand. Yeah. What was uh, yeah, he was no Dennis Miller when it came to something. Yeah. So, and it's funny because for some reason I get, I always get these guys confused, maybe because of the mustache, but Conrad Dobler. And, oh, yeah. And then Merlin Olsen. And they, those two really had a big rivalry, didn't they? Well, Conrad Dobler was a defensive guy known for his antics that, yeah. uh, that weren't exactly by the rules. And then you had, uh, then you had an offensive lineman. Where they would clash and uh, and uh, yeah they uh, yeah there were there were some issues there. <laughs> and it's funny because you know a lot of people, the younger people, well not even younger anymore, uh, but I'd say the uh, uh, after the baby boomers they would remember Merlin Olson as being on what was it, Little House on the Prairie. Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. He would also do the FTD Floors commercials. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And 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 uh, made uh, you know would make guest appearances on shows like The Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah, as the big tough guy. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> but then, and he was he was pretty he was pretty good in the booth. I'd have him in there. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he was good. But uh, yeah, he's part of the fearsome. Well, one minute, no, 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 because that was fearsome. Foursome was the defense of the Rams. Defense, right? Yeah. And he was he was an offensive. Okay, got it. <clears throat> all right, guys. Uh, okay, that's all I have. So what uh, what do you want to bring up that's there? All my you have. Well, you guys have, have have you guys have always got good stuff to talk about. <laughs> Well, how about the, uh, yeah? How, how about these? How about these? Uh, these 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 leagues trying to get back to work here. We know yeah. that we know that uh, golf's going to return June eleventh uh, with a tournament in, in in Texas. But more importantly, uh, baseball. Everyone's talking about baseball. When are they get back to work? Yeah. When are they get back to work? The uh, you know the the, the the players they know that they're going to be cast as the bad guy if they don't agree with the owners on this whole you know revenue split and uh because the you know the if, if they can't come to some kind of financial agreement now in okay. march in march both sides signed an agreement going hey we're we're, we're, we're gonna have this yeah you know, we're gonna have this this the, we're, we're, we're gonna resume and when we do resume you know, the players are gonna have to take a 50 percent cut in pay and the players agreed to that okay and now all of a sudden the owners are saying well that's not enough we're still gonna lose more money we need you to make more of a pay cut and, uh, and, and and we need to split the revenues 50-50. And the players are like, well, why should we do that? We already agreed to something. Now you're coming back going, well, no, we, we, we need you to take more of a risk. Well, so, wait, hold on. It, it almost sounds like the players are getting a little bit of a taste of their own medicine when they say, yeah, I know I signed this contract, but I want to renegotiate it. Well, it well, well, like well you, you see that more in football than baseball. Yeah. Because contracts are guaranteed in baseball, not in football. So, I so why, I wonder why that is. Oh, because uh, because they that's that, that that was negotiated in their 
and 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 their players agree. And, and football, which is a contact sport, I mean, you, you you could sign a big contract, have it guaranteed, and then get hurt after one game, and your your career is over, and then you still get paid. So 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 to 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 work around that, the the NFL players they play for a signing bonus. They make the they make a giant signing bonus, and then yeah. negotiate a, a a a salary. Yeah, Jamarcus Russell made sure of that. Yeah, he got all that got all that upfront money and a signing bonus, so so that when he was let go, then it, it didn't really cost the Raiders that much in a salary cap. Because that, he, yeah, in his case, uh, I mean, he he didn't really get hurt; he was just let go, right? He was, yeah, well, he was just a bust. He just uh, yeah. too uh, much purple drank. Mr. Davis fe- <laughs> fell in love with him after he had that great uh, New Year's Day game, and then and that was that was it. When he, but, but what, what, you remember his 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 uh, drink of choice, which was called the Purple Drank, which was uh, I believe uh, it was called, was it called Crank? No, the Purple Drank. The Purple Drank. Okay. It was uh, it was uh, Mountain Dew and cough syrup. <sighs> yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, uh, you know, but it, uh, but you you if you're starting. Oh, I would say all starting NFL quarterbacks are usually. The first guys to get there and the last ones to leave, and uh, and Jamarcus Russell didn't do that. He'd fall asleep in meetings. He'd be late for meetings. He wasn't wasn't a leader. wasn't a good teammate. Yeah, but he yeah, got paid all that money up <laughs> So I think there's been a lot of, of of caution in sports. They just don't want to pay guys ahead of time without them having proven that they can perform. And you know, a lot of other players have sort of been the victims of that based on the fact that, you know, there's this reticence to pay guys that well, much. You know, it's interesting. They, they brought that up in the Lance Armstrong um, uh, video. Documentary? Documentary, thank you. Where uh, when he came back, uh, I think it was at the post office that basically it said, you know, well, we'll take you on, but it depends on, we're only going to pay you like these bonuses as you get more UCI points, they called it. Yes. And, and it's kind of like, hey, that, I kind of like that because then it really gives the guy a real incentive to, to try – forget the cheating part of it. But, you know, he's not guaranteed anything. And right. so it's like, yeah, you got to really prove yourself. Yeah, the UCI is the governing body for, for, for world cycling, much like, uh, you, know, you, know, you know, MLB, NHL, whatever, you know, the governing body. And so uh, UCI, if you, if, you, if you rack up a bunch of UCI points, then, then, then it's points that lead to, you know, cyclists of the year. In fact, locally here in the Bay Area, we have a uh, we have a UCI you know, former champion uh, who uh, won won the world championship a couple of years ago. But that but that but that's that's for a different. Well, well let me let me ask you something about this because I don't know all the all the ins and outs. But why would the post office need a cycling team? I mean, because because it was so popular, everybody was getting into the game. No, but I mean, what what's in it for them? I mean, it's like post office. Okay, you use them. It's like a utility, you know, PG&E out here in the West Coast. It's like, you know, they don't need to advertise, right? I mean, if you want electricity, you got to use PG&E. They're, they're monopoly, okay? So it, it's the sort of same sort of thing. I'm looking at now. Obviously, you've got, you know, FedEx, UPS, and all that. But everybody knows, you. everyone knows the, the post office. So unless it's an investment where okay, we're going to invest $40 million and we're hoping to get $60 million back. I mean, where do they make money? Well, how do, well but how, how do you know How do you know that in 1998 or whatever it is, how do you know that wasn't that wasn't the thought? Because, I, well, I'm looking at it and I'm going, the post office has been around since 
Ben Franklin. You know, it's like. Yeah, but 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 aren't, aren't all businesses in it to make money? Yeah, but they don't need. In other words, does advertising a cycling team going to bring them more revenue than it would have? You do have a budget. Well, if if you have the biggest name of the game on on board, sure. But, but, well, I don't know. I look at it. I say, if they didn't do. I mean, look, look, look at it. What a great, what, what a great story to have this, this, this testicular cancer survivor be, 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 be the face of, of your team. And, 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 I mean, well, it's it's a great. You're right. It's a great feel good story. I'm just saying. I'm just you're right. I would, you, would, you would think there would be a bike related a business that would be the sponsor, not necessarily. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Schwinn like I can see Schwinn. Schwinn well, 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 I mean, well, well, who are you gonna get? Schwinn. I mean, name yeah. another bike company who's got that kind of revenue. Or or even over uh, uh, Under Armour or something. You know, who makes the equipment. Uh, or you know, it doesn't have to was be. Under Armour, was Under Armour around in 1997? Well, maybe not them, but the, Nike. You know, Spalding. yeah, there's, there's a bunch yeah, of there's other, Adidas you know, shoes, you know, that he was wearing or whatever. You're right; it's not a natural tie-in, and I, yeah. it is interesting that because the post office hasn't tried to sponsor anyone since then. Yeah, I mean, they, and now they're losing gazillions of dollars all every single year. So what do they have to do? They have to raise the postage thing and they have to get bailed out. And I'm looking at this and going, it seems like, I, I, like I said, I, I don't see the connection between how they're going to raise more revenue by sponsoring. I, unless, I, like I said, unless, you know, first price gives you a hundred million dollars. So sure, we'll invest 40 million on, on, the, on that auspice of that. I think, I, I think there's something else that the three of us aren't even no, that's possible. Or even, or even <laughs> I mean, because because I I I can remember when 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 all this was happening, and uh, and and I can remember seeing kids running around with U.S. Postal Service cycling jerseys and stuff like that, all all that kind of swag. I I I remember seeing that everywhere you look. Okay, okay, so maybe that's the angles that they can sell merchandise. Yeah, yeah, maybe, okay, all right. So maybe that, that's legitimate. You know, I don't but, know how but, much. But we haven't seen the post office sponsor an athlete since then. And there's certainly been plenty of athletes since 99 that they could have gotten behind even, you know, a tennis player, golf, whatever. Well, I think since the 90s, you've had more uh, delivery services. You know, uh, FedEx was around back then. Yeah, UPS was around. UPS was around, but I mean, there's there's a... Post office hasn't seen the idea of sponsoring an athlete since then, and there's plenty of opportunities to so maybe they learned their lesson. It probably wasn't yeah. as profitable as they thought it would be. Well, they sued him for a hundred million dollars. So I'm going. I'm guessing it must have cost a hundred million dollars, right, or something along those lines. Because I mean, the post office is not going to sue for punitive damages. And now they don't have the money anyway for anything. So. Yeah. Says <laughs> so they were also in partnership with NBC Sports to uh, to 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 help televise a lot of these cycling events through the UCI. As, as I'm reading this here off camera, so mm-hmm. so there's so there's some there's a you know I, these I mean these guys are I mean these guys are smart like you Edward I mean they they don't go into this without without the thought of somehow try to make money out of it. True, I don't know. I I, I I appreciate the compliment there. And again, like uh, Russell said, maybe they you know they they sold more merchandise. Okay, guys, last trivia question: He attended the University of Utah and was drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals. He was a pass receiver for his entire 11th career with the Bengals and played in two Pro Bowls. I know this is. 
Hold on. He's, he's the you guy may that not. You may not know. Hold on. Okay, okay, okay. His broadcasting career was primarily as an NBC analyst for the NFL from 1979 through 1995. Yeah, I, th I, I think you were thinking of Chris Collingsworth in your. I was. I know. That's why I knew you. I knew. I knew I could stop you on that one. Okay. Uh, through 1995, teaming with Jim Simpson and Don Crickey. Don Crickey. Uh, Crickey, thank you. And later with Bob Costas, who entered the NFL Hall of Fame in 2014 as a broadcaster, despite not reaching the Canton, Ohio Shrine as a player. I think I, I think I know the answer to this. I, I think you'll know the answer. Yeah. To this one, all right. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back with some closing comments. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. 
One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackson and Vern Glenn. So who attended the University of Utah, drafted by the Cincinnati Bagels, uh, broadcasting career, played uh, primarily as an uh, NBC analyst for the NFL from 1979 through 1995. Uh, he entered the NFL Hall of Fame as a broadcaster in 2014. Who was this guy? My guess is Bob Trumpy. You are correct. Please yeah. Three, my man. Yeah. So yeah. One of the nicest guys ever. Yeah. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. Just, uh, you know, he's kind of like, uh, he's he, Bob Trumpy's kind of like the, uh, um, oh, geez. Bruce Glenn. Yeah. He's like, well, a- well, <laughs> but, but he just, he just, he just, just a super nice guy. We just talked to you, but I mean, but, but just, uh, he, he, he just was, Another one of those guys that could just kind of bring it to you and explain it to you in a way that you could understand without being too technical. You know, he's just just a really super nice guy. All right, guys. Another good show. Here we're going to cut out. Here's our thoughts for the day. You are the only one who can limit your greatness and the difference between interest and commitment. When you're interested in doing something, you do it only when it's convenient. When you're committed to something, you accept no excuses, only results. And the last part is, it's true, hard work never killed anybody, but I figure, why take the chance? Yeah. You know who said that? No. I would have thought it would have been Rodney Dangerfield, but that was Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, okay. <laughs> I like that one. I had, to add a, I had to throw in this third one here. The other, one, the other two were good, but they were a little bit on the serious side. All right. Well, fans, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Our Thanks. first June show. That's right. Yeah. It's Maybe we'll have some real sports to talk about. Who knows? Uh, well, hopefully. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. Adios. Oh, so long.